It's episode 8 of the Story Garden Pod, and I'm your host and story gardener, Megan Lang. This week, I want to start the episode with a shout out to my newest Patreon supporter, Michelle. These episodes take time to put together, so the support of folks like her keeps me going. If you want to become a Patreon supporter, visit patreon.com backslash storygardenpod today. I can't wait to share more with you. And now, I am excited to introduce today's guest, realtor and community builder, Eric Thornton. Eric is one of the three founders of local networking group B3, a realtor, a dog dad, and my favorite part, a strong encourager when it comes to chasing dreams. I will share a little bit more about why I'm such a fan in the actual podcast, but trust me when I say he is a good one. As a follow-up to my last episode, I did want to share that this past Tuesday, my old lady cat Olive passed away. It has been a roller coaster ride of emotions over the last few weeks. Um, but I am incredibly thankful I was able to be her companion and she mine. Eric's second story was especially fitting for this, and you'll see why that is when you get there, but it kept me giggling and reminds me of just how precious our pets are to us. As a final note, don't forget to mark your calendars for B3's May event coming up next Thursday, May 18th, from 4 to 8 p.m. at the Rudder in Hendersonville. It's a great group to be part of, and I hope to see you there. Having said that, are you ready? It's time to grab a drink, pull up a chair, and join us in the Story Garden. I am Eric Thornton. I am a resident of Gallatin as of about four years ago. Uh, by day, I am a realtor, but I try to put a bit of a spin on that in the community. And the community has helped me, I think, embrace who I've become over the yeah. last four years. Yeah. And it's just, uh, I think this place has brought out the best in me. I definitely value, I've always valued relationships. Yeah. Um, but I definitely value relationships a lot more. I value trying to collaborate with people and see, hey, how can I help you win? Right. Um, reciprocating that any way possible. I think this is uh, an area that's helped me realize that um, there's a lot of things possible when good people come together. There's a lot of common causes that people um, believe yes. in. I think yes. that's a big reason you and I are sitting yes. here today is we identify with some of those same things. Um, but yeah, on, a, on a more personal level, um, my wife is Whitney. Uh, 11 years of marriage. We have a beautiful Yorkshire Terrier <laughs> named Sophie and a cat named Millie. Uh, we love them dearly and I uh, just really, really enjoy uh, our life here in Gallatin that we've built over the last few years. Yeah. And you have, so you're a realtor, mm -hmm. um, but you also have a few little side projects that are kind of offshoots of that. You have your videos that you do. Yep, living um, in Gallatin. Yes, and then you also have a podcast. Mm -hmm. What you sipping on? 
Is that still happening? You're doing great, by the way. Like most, <laughs> I can't even keep straight what I have going on sometimes. Oh. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so what you're sipping on is an, uh, a bit of a, hi- a hiatus. That's yep. a tough word for me to get out this morning. You, you're having staffing changes. Yeah, staffing changes. <laughs> and um, we had a great uh, production guy that was helping us out. Um, season one, Brian Holloway. Um, and life's just taken him in other directions. We're grateful yes. for everything he did for us. But we're, we're kind of be se- between season one. Yep. In season two. So what you're sipping on is a, I guess, back to a spinoff of mm-hmm. our B3 organization yes. that we have. Um, so B3, Business Bonding and Beer, is the <laughs> the event portion, the networking. Yes. Um, more importantly to us, opportunity to build relationships. Yes. Not just for us right. as business folks in the community, but we host them so that other people have the opportunity to build relationships. And they're so fun. Well, thank they're, you. Like, they're very fun. I've been to two now. You have been a wonderful addition to be Thank here. you. Thank you. And I'll be there at this next one. Um, I, Eric, when did you started this in like 2021? B3? B, yeah. 2021. Was it like the fall of? I guess on, in an official capacity. Yeah. Yeah. It started very organically with me and my buddy Dennis Tolpa. Right. Just doing what we do best sometimes and yep. enjoying happy hour at Jonathan's uh, about once a week. Yes. And then. We talk shop. He's a lender. I'm a realtor. So naturally some business conversations right. and friendship that occurred there. But then naturally it just kind of grew. So at that point is probably what you're referencing. We decided to put a little bit more structure it around official. it. And move it the rudder and, yeah. and did those things. Also, I love that it's not... It's real. It's not like a transactional thing. Yeah. This It's just community building. Like y'all mm-hmm. are buying the appetizers and then... Everybody just kind of hangs out yeah. and mingles and, um, yeah. yeah. It's it's so it's such a simple concept. We try mm-hmm. not to get too carried away with it. Which is great feedback. I mean, thank you so much for yeah. what you said. I mean, because it's always refreshing when people kind of regurgitate back to you what you what want. you're trying to yes. convey as a. I guess you're telling your story experience. correctly. Yeah. that's what's happening. Well, somehow blind squirrel yeah. flies a nut once in a while, that's right? <laughs> but um, yes. That, that's super refreshing, and we appreciate yeah. that. And um, we try to make it about that, and we try to make it about the community. We try yeah. to get behind a different nonprofit um, each quarter oh, yeah. and just serve them in some way. Usually, it's a list of supplies that they could use. I love and that. Some and donations. This and... upcoming one is the Sumner County Library. Yes, yeah. near and dear to your heart. Very a bit. near yeah. and dear to my heart. Yeah. So I love, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I also think that you are just a very encouraging person in general, oh. not just for community, but like, I'm not going to cut this part out. This is going to stay in. <laughs> so back in 2021, when I was still at the chamber, I think we were at Double Dogs. That sounds right. But we were talking about different stuff and somehow it came up that I wanted to own my own business by the time I was 40. And I remember Eric being like, why, why wait? Why are you waiting until you're 40? Why would you wait? And it, it just, that stuck with me. And I think I said something along the lines of, well, every job that I've had so far is a stepping stone to getting, you know, learning more and gaining more experience, blah, 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 which is true. But then when I realized I was going to start my own business this year, I I realized that I think like back in November or October of last year. So I remember reaching out to Eric and being like, hey, can we get coffee? (laughs) You're really good at the concept of collaboration. 
versus competition and I'd love to know how you do that. Can we just meet and talk about this? And we finally did in like what, January? It took a little bit, but yeah, February? We, got to, yeah we got together. You but left me hanging. I was looking forward I did. to the conversation. I did. Well, I left him hanging. Life just happened. Things we got just, complicated with the libraries. <laughs> life happened. Not, yes. not Megan. <laughs> but but when we finally got coffee, it was just so refreshing. And and I like said, do you remember saying this? He was like, no, was I rude? <laughs> that <laughs> was, was like, my first concern. I was like, did I, how did I say it? No. Was it, was it encouraging? It or was, was so it... encouraging. Good. And Good. so when I thought about starting my business, you were one of the first people I thought about. That's... And that's like, I really appreciate that you, you know, you call people into doing whatever. And, and I just, so I just wanted to share that. Eric is very encouraging. <laughs> if you're going to be starting a business and you need someone to be like, hey, why aren't you starting it now? Why are you going to wait 10 years? Which was my plan. Instead of waiting 10, I, I waited one and a half. Which, pat yourself on the back for a moment, because that's, pat, and I'm pat. not just trying to be the encouraging Eric, but that, that ironically is one of the stories that I was going <gasps> to kind of talk about yeah. a little bit today. And Great. Now might not be the right time for it, but I just, I want you to give yourself credit Thank for you. doing that, because Thank most you. people, myself included, just kick that rock down the road to, to that perfect time. I mean. When you're just going to know <laughs> it's the right time to start a business, the stars are going to align. Yeah. It just doesn't happen that way. It's scary, but to be fair, my husband makes a lot more than me. <laughs> so <laughs> I am able to do this. And and I am, I do have, like I have retainer clients now yeah. and I've, I've produced websites and I've worked with multiple brands and it's so exciting. Like even um, Morgan Curtis. Mm -hmm. I worked with her on the opening of the Bee's Knees, yep. her refill shop. It's open. It's thriving. Yep. She has a new website. It's gorgeous. Like, so I've done stuff, but I can only do that because Nick makes enough money <laughs> that if I were to fail dramatically and just fall flat on my face, we would not be destitute. We could still pay our mortgage and our electric bills. Yeah, there's there's probably so, some comfort in that. There's and a I lot can relate of to yes, that too. Yeah, yes, I can relate so, to that too. Basically, thank you. Oh I appreciate gosh. that. I appreciate I also, you mentioning it. That means a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm super proud of what you've done and Thanks. your your success is only really? a testament to what we saw all along. Mutually proud right now because <laughs> I'm are. so proud of B3. Proud like it's so cool. Okay, so, I've had some help with B3. You're kind of yeah. Doing, uh, you're doing your thing on your own with the with a nice support system too. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Harkening back to our conversation at at Stomping Grounds, I mean, that was one of my favorite conversations that I've had in quite some time. Thank I mean, you. I think you and I are we're the same on a lot of levels. Yeah. We're really different on a yes. lot of levels too. Yes. But it's a great example of kind of what I opened with that just what I value about this area mm -hmm. is people can come together and common in with yes. and find that common interest and build upon that and build relationships and, and that's the most that important like it comes up every single podcast yeah but like people can disagree on a lot mm -hmm. if we find common ground million percent we can do so much like yep. i don't have to agree with everyone on everything i have a few hard and fast things but like the people that are in my life generally want the best for other people, mm -hmm. right? And they want to see our community thrive. So if, if someone is welcome to be part of my life, that's generally what their primary goal is yep. in the end. So, um, yeah. And we should all be that deliberate about right? the people that we well, that get to be in our lives, right? I, mean, I, I wasn't don't get until think, recently, but like... Well, kudos for figuring that out because, I mean, that's yeah. every, everybody, I think, brings something into your life. And it's not like you wish the people that 
don't necessarily achieve. That's not like you wish them any ill no, will, no. but who are you going to surround yourself with? Who's right. going to, who, who you have your circle, into, yeah, right? Who's going to pour into you? Who are you going to allow to pour into you? Nicole and I call it an orb. <laughs> so we that. have, yeah, so we I have our orb. orb conversation. And yeah. so like our orb is here. So it's like we have a tiny little bubble in the middle and then a larger orb. Yep. <laughs> and different layers of orbs. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so like, it's, it's really interesting. Only people that I genuinely respect are allowed in the orb of the podcast. So, well, I got to tell you, I, I'll give you a fist bump here. I mean, I am, <laughs> I, I really am honored to be here. Whenever I, didn't, I don't think I made it a secret. Whenever you first asked me, I was like, "What?" Like in my in my mind, it was like, I don't know if I'm worthy to be on your podcast because I had seen <laughs> I had seen your guests and I, I respect a lot yeah, of them and stuff. Yeah. And it was like, you know, these these cats are a lot more sophisticated in my mind than. Uh, than myself. And, Do you uh, I'm know a, I'm Cole a, Shepherd? Well, I I very highly, I very much respect. Oh, Cole I respect Shepherd. Cole too, but I'm I sure that call was a very in-depth conversation, though. Sophisticated. Cole, I think you're sophisticated, <laughs> and I got it on the record here. But I'm also putting myself in the category. I'm a lot of things. Sophisticated, I don't know. Maybe you're just trying to diversify your podcast by having me on. I'll go with that. I'm thankful to be here either way. So, oh my <laughs> <to> gosh. That. <laughs> okay, so. Tell me a story. Well, what, uh, I guess I'll build on that one yeah. first. Um, and this is where the lack of sophistication comes in. Like, I'm listening to some of these podcasts, and we're talking, like, kings of Siam. And so, like, shout out to you, Nicole. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know where Siam is. Like, you've you got, know, that like, one this, was a surprise to me, too. That's a, If you're going to pick a story, and Nicole, I want to see some Google search history, because I'm, I'm not convinced a story that cool isn't made up. But <laughs> I'm going to give it to you for now until I'm proven otherwise. Oh, my but, God. No, that was really entertaining. That was very cool. Um, but I do, th- it, I, I guess it, maybe it's more of, um, maybe it's a little bit more anecdotal than it yeah. is anything, but in thinking about what I wanted to, I guess, take this opportunity to share, yeah, I wanted to find things that impacted my life in some sort of impactful way, yeah. um, significant way. Yeah. And I think that naturally I thought about the conversation that you and I had mm-hmm. and I didn't manufacture like advice about, well, why are you going to wait till you're four? Like, yeah, yeah. I learned that the hard way. Right. And I learned that by listening to a lot of other people that yeah. have blazed trails before us and are a million times smarter than I am. But it doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter how many times you hear it. Like, you know, it's a good idea. You know, it's good advice. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, you just don't act on it. Right. Um, or it takes you only a year. And I would say it took me. 11 or 12 years, oh you know, so that's why, that's why I say whenever wow. I'm proud of you and others yeah. that just jump into it, I know the reward Yeah, that's on the other side and it's, I'm still getting rewarded by learning more and more. I don't have it perfect, but I'd really enjoyed that ride yeah. and uh, the lessons were in, you know, when I lived back in Illinois, when mm-hmm. I moved here um, in 2019, yeah. summer 2019, and I had, I had pretty, I'd Great life in Illinois, great family, great friends, great a lot of things. Um, I had great jobs. I worked with phenomenal people, but I was never fulfilled. Right. And um, I think that's that's the story here that I, I think has definitely impacted my life. But I would go from one job to the next, mm-hmm. and I was, in the moment, not incredibly thankful for every job. I yeah. was better at some jobs than others. Than others yeah. I enjoyed some more than others. But what I learned about myself along the way. I learned more about what I didn't want along the way. 
And eventually it got planted in my mind that I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted yeah. to do those things. I learned more about what I didn't want. I learned that I wanted to be, I knew I was entrepreneurial. Yeah. And it just took me so long to develop the, I guess, courage to leap. Yeah. Like you hear yeah. a lot of things like it's, people don't make the jump until like the, until the reward of going, moving on is greater than the, right. the fear of it. Or there's a lot of different ways to say that. Yeah. But, um, man, I wish I would have done it a long time ago. Life moves fast and it's... I can't imagine... So, it might, life moves so fast. I can't imagine you not being a business owner. Also, I'm, and this is this is just going to back. You moved here in 2019. Mm-hmm. It is incredible to look at the community that you have and how um, ingrained in the Gallatin and the Sumner County... I would almost say the Sumner County community. Hendersonville yeah. and Gallatin community you are. You've only been here four years. Look at the relationships and the lifelong friendships and like. Well, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. And I think that, um, tell me if you agree with this. Yeah. Well, first of all, I do want to acknowledge that on the B3 side of things, a lot of things where people see me active in the community yeah. and building those relationships. I mean, shout out to my partners in that, Dennis and William. Yeah. I have to credit those guys with yeah. what success we've had um, and by our standards, we're pretty proud of it. Yeah, We're proud of people ha- that have embraced it, but I'm proud of my partnership with those guys. I just want to take the opportunity yeah. to say that. But back to what we were saying, tell me if you agree with this yeah. though. I think you having the same um, success, track yeah. record and building relationships, I think oftentimes that's a product of like getting yourself where you're supposed to be, like where you're gonna thrive. Yes. And if, if that's like a, hey, you always knew deep down this is the environment you need to be yes. in slash want to be in. Or if you just stumble into it, you're going to have a lot more success yes. whenever yes. you're in that position and you have the good fortune, the opportunity mm-hmm. like you had. Yeah. Um, like a lot of people have, though, in a role to meet a lot of people. That's, people embraced you. The because, chamber job yeah. for me was so significant and is mm-hmm. a huge part of why I think I'm successful now. Mm-hmm. Like... It was such a good job. I enjoyed so much of the stuff that I did, like especially working with GYP. Mm-hmm. And I met um, my best friend, Kanisha, yep. because of the chamber. Yep. And it was absolutely one of the best. It was so good. Yeah, probably learned a lot about yourself. Yes. You embraced it, though. I loved it. People embraced you because I of love it. people. Yep. And so it, for me, it was like, okay, I'm in this role that I never imagined I would be in. I'm going to just dive in. I'm going to meet people. I'm going to try and find the good in everyone that I can so that, you know, and part of it too is that, you know, at the chamber, you need to recommend chamber members. Sure. Um, And so for me, it was like, I'm going to find really good things about every person that I meet so that if I need to recommend them, I can be like, I would have genuine things to say because I'm not going to fake it. Yep. No, genuine is genuineness is the key. Yes. Yes. That's definitely one of your um, defining traits in my Very opinion. Very genuine. Yeah, you, sometimes to a fault. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> I mean, I've well, had that said no, to just, me before. I'm, like, I people am teasing, are like, but you are very genuine. You're very honest, yeah. and those are super commendable. My traits, face so. talks too much. If someone's saying something I don't agree with, I have to bite my tongue, <laughs> and I'll like look at my phone. I'll text someone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, and and I and I also think it's a testament to. Um, you know, the people here. There's a lot of good to find in people here. Good people you know, here. So. Kind people. Yeah, I, I think it was... Uh, so, that again, I, that's something I wanted yeah. to share because I think you and I, there's a lot of overlap there between you and I just having yeah. 
good fortune, good timing, being in positions to really find in areas that we could excel in. Right. Yeah, right. So that's been yeah. super impactful for me. Cool. Okay. So what's another story? So I was, uh, <laughs> because of how active fish has been this morning, it's inspired mm. me to, I was kind of on the fence. I was honestly going to go another direction with, um, again, on, on impact, but um, I love, I love it when stories <laughs> get changed. <laughs> and it's, and I, and I will say it was going to be, a, it was more of a, a family and upbringing kind of thing yeah. with um, with a nod to both of my grandpas. Super amount of respect for both of my grandfathers yeah. and their work ethic and how they treated people. I learned a lot from them. But let's go with a little bit more fun, <laughs> upbeat, since unfortunately I lost both of them years back. Yep. But, um, I've enjoyed interaction here with fish this morning. And I will say, whenever I get to be around animals, mm-hmm. other people's animals, there's a time when I was just like, I could take it or leave it. Yeah. Right? Like... It just didn't mean much to me. I grew up with outside dogs. We had a cocker spaniel. We had labs. Oh. And I, I mm. loved. I, I, I've always liked animals. Yeah. But it took, um, whenever Whitney and I first got married. Yep. Whitney, love you, babe. Begged me and begged me, and like if she was sitting right here, I would say the same thing. I mean, like the equivalent of like a, a small child. Like yes. I want a dog. I yes. want a dog. Why can't yes. we get a dog? I want this kind of dog. I want, I want this. Kind, no, I want this kind of dog. And I'm like, no, we don't, I, we don't need a dog. Like it's, it's so much work. It's just not the right time. Someday we just got married. Like, let's just live for a little while, you know, and I promise I'll feed it. I'll walk it. I'll do all, you know, I'll do all the things. And I don't know if I ever really believed that, but at some point I told myself like, okay, well, I'm going to hold you to this. Yeah. We both know I was destined to lose. Yeah. Like this, just the games we play with each other's husband. Yes. But so, um, we all know how this story ends. Whitney won, um, and we got a dog. Yes, Whitney! And, <laughs> <laughs> so, I start out, right, and I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, and we get a little Yorkie. And we, it started out, like, she finds her in an ad or something, and, like, you know how people, some people go over the top, and they're like, yes. no, I've got to have papers. Like, this has got to be a certified, yep. 100% purebred Mm-hmm. We didn't go that route. Whitney finds ad for a Yorkie, and we we call this lady, and she's like, "Yep, yeah, she's ready to go. I'll meet you in." It was a parking lot. We lived in Springfield, Illinois yeah, at the time. Yeah, like, yeah, Well lit parking lot. Everything seemed on the up and up. So I've got like a pocket full of twenties, right? Two hundred fifty dollars, right? So we uh, we show up, and like she shows us the Yorkie and and everything in the back of her in the back of her Yukon or something that she was driving and like, okay, yeah, we'll take her. And Sophie's jumping up and down. Like he was just, you know, like just tailor made. She was for uh-huh. us. She was happy to see us and everything perfect. like every puppy is, but yeah. we felt good about her in the moment. Yeah. So I told the lady like, Hey, I only have $240, oh, you know, gosh. in twenties. And she goes, well, price is two fifty. Like, are you kidding me? Like I'm right here. I'm getting ready to give you the money for this York. You're There's, really going to make me go down the road and get to like get a 10, get a 10 out of an ATM. So like, sure enough, go down the road. Best $10 I ever spent. Oh my alert, gosh. Right? So, best additional $10 I ever spent. So we take her and we get her all the things from the vet or the, the store and everything, the leash and like little pink harness, yep. pink leash, like yep. all the everything for a perfect things, little right? Yorkie. Perfect little princess Yorkie. Oh my gosh. And a week goes by. Right, and and I'm sticking to my guns, and I got this cute little things walking around the house. You're like, making Whitney sh- take her out to yeah, the hey, potty every time. Hey, yep, I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, I was being stubborn. 
Begin stuff. I was also newly married, so I didn't learn all the lessons yet, right? I hadn't learned all the lessons yet. So this little thing's walking like underneath couches without ducking. Like she's tipping over at her water bowl because she's just so little and her head's big. And so this little thing's starting to grow on me, right? Well, it's, and like a lot of dog parents, it starts out like, oh, that. That dog's going to sleep in the crate. She's not sleeping with us. You know, and I mean, she was a pound and a half. I right. Mean, so part of this is just like... Safety. Safety. You don't want to crush her. Roll, roll over on her. Yeah. So she has to sleep in the crate, you know, beside the bed. And Saturday morning rolls around like a week after we get her. And Whitney's still sleeping. And I'm laying there. And she starts like waking up and pawing and barking and making noises. And so I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll take her out for the first time here, you know. And... <laughs> So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the right thing. And she, like, she's growing on me, right? I'm not letting this secret out yet, but I'm just starting to fall in love with this little oh thing. Oh, gosh. And, and I don't know how I feel about it yet, right? Because <laughs> I grew up with labs and like, yeah, Cocker Spaniel is yeah, not a yeah. small dog. It's not a big dog. But, uh, like, I but, had a Cocker. I had a King Cocker Spaniel. So I still don't understand how I feel about this just little teacup size, little girly dog, right? And But I here I am. I get out of bed and I... We live in a subdivision in Springfield, and I put her pink leash on her, her pink harness, <laughs> and doing my fatherly duties, and I take her outside, and the grass, like, the grass is so she's tall, so tall. Like, she's shorter than the grass oh is. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just out there kind of letting her do her thing, and she's just all tiny and stuff, and these these high school boys oh, no. lived on the corner. Like, I would always see them out messing around when I would jog or yeah. walk in the neighborhood or whatever, and... I see them getting their car from a ways away, and they come driving by, like, real slow, and I see them looking at me, and I don't know these boys by name or anything, like, we're not first name basis, it was casual wave here and there, and they proceed to roll down their window as they're driving oh by, and I won't use their exact words, but oh, they no. insulted my manhood, <laughs> because... Because you had a pink they had some. Too. They had some points to raise because I'm walking this little teacup size Yorkie with that they probably couldn't even see, honestly, down in the grass. In my That's defense, the issue. They didn't know what I was walking. Could have been a gerbil for all they know. Right? Are you taking your hermit crap yeah, for Yeah, my a hermit walk? crap. But they don't know what it But evidently, somehow, they saw my darling little Sophie. But I think they clued in on the pink harness walking around the pink leash and they yelled a couple insults oh at me. Oh, my gosh. And, continue to drive by and you know i'm in my 20s and they're high school kids and i had some questionable emotions about like come back here and get out of the car high school you know i probably shouldn't say that on recording oh but <laughs> um then i realized like as i really start to reconcile this like i'm not mad that they're making fun of me i'm mad that they're making fun of my dog <laughs> so in that moment I were like, game over. Like, this little girl's oh got me, gosh. like, this little Yorkie's got me wrapped around her little pinky <laughs> paw finger, whatever you want to call it. And fast forward 11 years, Megan, like, this this little girl has made me, like, she is the apple of my eye. Oh I, my I love gosh. her. I would have never admitted this years ago, but she is my little buddy. She's my best friend, as many pets are to us. And she's entirely... <laughs> she. <laughs> She has a, I'm crying. Uh, see, I'm trying to get sophisticated. Oh, I'm trying to get back to the So the sophisticated. So there's um, the lesson that I've learned, the lesson that I will share that I, I guess that I've learned about myself is it's it's entirely changed. My affection for her yeah. has entirely, it's changed me as a person. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah. yes. I can't drive by a dead raccoon nope. on the side nope. of the road now mm -mm. without like, oh man, like yeah. just yeah. 
it, it's it's almost like it ruins my day like to see a dead animal or to see those and it, to even Sarah think about Blockland it yes arms of an angel or whatever the song they play with the sad animals yes that stuff never used to bother me before maybe it's that i'm approaching or approaching uh, that i'm past 40 now no but, no um, it's that you it's love an animal me. it's changed it's me. that you like, love an animal that little yeah. thing has absolutely changed me i think made me more um definitely made me more emotional yes. made me a lot of things and yeah. um that's uh, just more in tune with that kind of stuff and it what is, pets uh, mean to how us many and pounds all things. does she weigh now probably like six six and a half okay sometimes she gets a little heavier when yeah I, when i give her too many treats <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. so like i know like i lost olive on tuesday and she was 18 years very sorry so i got that. her i'm 32 i got her when i was it was the summer between eighth grade and high school so like she was there high school college bad breakups yeah. uh meeting nick marrying nick moving here hospitalization like all the things, yep. and you just, you just, they're your, they're, they're your thing. Yeah. Yep. Like, whew. They're always there. Yeah. And I'm very sorry if that brought up. The, no, no, know, I love you that story. You don't know how sorry it's, uh, it's, yeah, pretty it, lost with all Yeah, that's, yeah. it is, we are so lucky to have animals. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not worthy, really. Uh-uh. We're not, I, yeah. <laughs> we're not worthy of any of them. So, Sophie taught you... More about love. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, if we're going to get real sappy about it. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. And it's, no, absolutely. And taught me probably that my first lessons as a husband early in marriage. That, yeah, just, <laughs> just don't even. Just compromise. Okay, just like, compromise. Like, let's just understand where this is really going to go. Right? If she but, says that it's something that will enrich your life. Yep. Then it probably will. Hey, she, like, wasn't, she wasn't wrong. And I will give, like, Whitney and I have this as many married couples do or any couple yeah they kind of have the just a little banter between them yes. right, and the inside jokes like yep. Whit- Whitney and I always have this if it's a great idea it doesn't matter whose idea it is I'm going to try to take credit for it yep mostly just because I know it gets under her skin right yes Again, of course naturally stuff, right but I will very publicly give her credit for this one that she was absolutely right call <laughs> way to go Whitney on my, on my girl Sophie so thank, girl thank you for Sophie. that Whit. good choice good call Okay. But yeah, everybody always enjoys that story. It's like that's yeah. amazing. It wasn't and I turned a corner. I wasn't mad that they were insulting me. It was don't you? Talk Are you going to bring dog? her? Are you going to bring her next Thursday? Oh, absolutely not. She, I would love to show her off, but she is a high maintenance little thing. She's, <laughs> she's not the dog that we're going to take the anxious. Or, oh baby. Oh yeah, anxiety. Yeah, anxiety ridden. She's the princess. She is. Okay, so. Third story? Story number three. This one isn't as entertaining, but it means a lot to me. Great. Um, so I was the only <laughs> child for the first 13 years of my life. So I remember um, clear as day when I was in middle school and yeah. like what we did on Friday nights or Saturday nights was we all went to the movies. Like, yeah, our yeah. Our parents all dropped us off at the movie theater, yep. small town USA, you know. I was getting ready to go, and of course, 13-year-old Eric, all I'm concerned about is meeting my friends there and whatever, and I walk downstairs, and my parents have something to tell me, right? And I'm like, okay, and they proceed to tell me that I'm going to be 
uh, a big brother, a big brother right? <laughs> they didn't give me the T-shirt at age thirteen. Like we didn't t- do the photo ops you or anything didn't like that. Like didn't do like a cake, or... cake, or the the Instagram post. You know, like but luckily it was before <laughs> all that embarrassment. You know, but oh my gosh. at thirteen, I'm just I'm a jerk, right? I'm just concerned about myself and like, man, like what the heck? Like, how are you guys throwing me this curveball? Like, you guys didn't think to ask me if this is okay. <laughs> like, what what is going? What are you guys thinking? Right. So, fast forward, like, right, so they have, uh, they have Bryce. Okay. So, um, I'm 13 years old and Bryce comes along and then happens again when I'm 17, right? So. What? I don't remember this conversation as well. Uh, It probably wasn't as much of a shell shock as more of like, well, here we go again, right? But I'm making light of it, but, um, very. But it wasn't very impactful. Very impactful. Very impactful, right? So, um, then along comes Megan. So now Eric is super big brother to uh, Bryce and Megan. And there's just this big, wow. it's like a chasm of like, it's just a yeah. big age difference, yes. right? And you're proud of them. You're proud to be a brother. And actually, I've always enjoyed kids and yeah. stuff. And um, look, <laughs> looking back um, at pictures and things like that, man, I just, I was not, I did not like having my picture taken. So like, to this day, I just regret like, anytime there's a photo op and, like, I've got Megan, I look annoyed that you're taking my picture. And this, or I've got, I'm with Bryce, I look annoyed that I'm in the picture. Yeah. And I know that's not how I felt. Right. But to this day, it's like, man, I just wish I had that back. Yep. But, you know, you, you're kind of, I'm going through life, I'm going through college and everything and struggling to kind of build that yep. relationship with them. Still important to me, but such a gap. How do you do it? Well, um, eventually I had the opportunity, I still live close by after I graduated college and Mm -hmm. everything, and I had the opportunity to um, coach Bryce's soccer team, right? So I played soccer through high school. I was was never the the best athlete. But But you enjoyed it. But I enjoyed playing. I enjoyed being with my friends and everything. Um, And then, so I coached Bryce's team for, what, three, four months, just a rec season. Had a great time doing it. Had some success. And... Megan was also playing soccer, right? We all played soccer. Yeah. And so that's the biggest age difference, right? I'm with like those doing math in my head. So what? She was like seven and you were 25? Yeah. So right in there. Yeah. Right in there. So wow. she was young and she was jealous that I coached Bryce's soccer team, right? Uh, so I said, hey, I tell you what. I promise to... I'll coach your team. Oh my god! Because I enjoyed being a coach and yeah, was yeah. learning that about myself. And I was living in Springfield and the teams were, they were living in Litchfield, Illinois. And that's yeah. 40, 45 minutes apart. Yeah. Like I will drive back and coach your team a couple practices a week. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a sacrifice. I, lo- I learned You enjoyed that I it, it. And yeah. So I coach Megan um, and her team and we have a great season. Like yeah. undefeated. Great group of kids. Great, happened to be a great group of athletes at the yep. same time. I was learning more and more that I loved it. I was pouring more into it and studying to be like about how to coach and all these things. So we have a really good season. And then it was a big thing then for local soccer teams to drive to Springfield and play indoor in yeah. Springfield, bigger community. They had more resources. Mm-hmm. So they said, Hey, will you, would, would you be willing to coach our indoor team? Yeah. Like, that would be awesome. That is right around the corner from where yeah. I actually live. I don't have to drive 45 minutes. Like, you can minutes. drive five minutes. Yes, you drive to me now. So, they come up once a week, and we're not even really practicing. Like, yeah. we're just kind of doing different things and indoors a different game. But we went undefeated there. 
and had a great another great season. And this gentleman who ran a like a competitive spring league in yeah. the Springfield area, so bigger town, bigger teams, better yeah. teams, said, "Hey, would you want to bring a team and play in our league this spring?" So, again, that was in Springfield. I'm like, "Yeah, that sounds really good." I'm falling more and more in love with coaching, building great relationships with these families, with the kids, and so now we're fall, winter. And now we're back into the spring. Yeah. And so we're like, we're just continuing, like we're playing You're three just, sessions you keep in a going. row here. We win that league. Right. And then now like I'm hooked. The kids are hooked. Many of the parents were hooked. And yeah. Like, okay. Like they're seeing the kids improve. They're having fun, yeah. fun success. And, um, so then we end up saying, okay, well, where do we go from here? So yeah. we moved to the St. Louis area. So now. Like, it's a long drive to go play yeah. more in the Metro. We call it the Metro East area. and St. Um, Louis? St. Louis, Missouri, right on the border of um, yeah. well, right, Missouri I mean, and We love St. We Illinois. got engaged in St. Louis. Oh, did you really? Yeah. That's where at. The Casa Loma Ballroom. Love that that's city. Cool. I'm glad love you it. that. Yeah. So you coached in no, St. So Louis. Yeah, and that really gets us to the point, like, where it, so that it kind of took on a life of its own. At that point, and um, so other people like these kids are in. They went from fifth and sixth. Now they're in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, they had parents coming from like younger kids and saying, "Hey, like, will you coach this other? Like, will you coach a younger team? Like, will you do these things?" And like, I love it enough. Like, it's just a matter of time. Can we figure it out? So, um, I ended <laughs> up like finding a lot of good people in that area yeah. um, that wanted to get involved as coaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so. It's already been a long story, but to shorten it up a little bit, we got official, like, started a local club. Um, it was a girls' club. We were just focused on that at the time. What? Official 501c3, like, just, so what started as a way to bond with my brother and my sister, found out I was in love with it, loved coaching, and, like, it just, and I would still love to get back involved in it. Do you do that at all here? I'll, I'm looking for an opportunity to do it, and it's priority one has been get connected with the community, build a business, but it's not like, not, and it's, I literally have been sitting here like, like, you don't do soccer stuff now. Like, no. And I, it's just, do you miss it? Absolutely. hundred percent. I miss it. I mean, as a matter of fact, that's what kept me in yeah. Illinois longer than I otherwise would have. Yeah. And I don't know if we, it's kind of cool looking back. Cause I don't know if I would have been willing to move sooner. Like Whitney was, right. Whitney was ready to move and like, I was super connected yeah. in the community and it's not that she wasn't, but she just got that itch before I did. Yeah. And I was unwilling primarily because of my connection Your with those families and there. those kids yeah. and yeah. that program that we started and poured so, so much cool. time into. And so we stayed there and it, um, I'm thankful for it because it, if I didn't have that, what, what opportunity specifically with my sister? Because I continued to coach her. She was on the teams most of the time. You're an organic community builder, though. That is what I that, that about is. Myself too. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what cemented. I knew I didn't want to do any of the jobs yeah. that I was in for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I always knew that. That taught me that I want to build something. It taught me that I'm a yes. builder. It taught me yes. that my mind's wired like that. That's where I get fulfillment from. Mm-hmm. The community aspect. Yep. I learned when I got to Gallatin. Yeah. Like, interesting. Totally. I mean, shout out to my in-laws who moved here probably 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I don't, 
Gallatin wouldn't have been on my radar. I don't know your father-in-law, but your mother-in-law is a delight. <laughs> she she yeah. is darling. Yeah. So your your in-laws moved here, which put Gallatin on the map yeah. for y'all. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I mean, I'm just generically moving to Nashville, right? right? Like everybody says. And yeah. I don't know. I, it's um, I I feel like I feel very fortunate to have. I mean, obviously, I owe a debt of gratitude to Marshall and Lisa, yeah. my in-laws, because they put us up. It was supposed to be for a shorter time. Oh, yeah. COVID you... helped prolong that a little bit. I was going to say, that was a while. Yeah. I mean, so I think we were with them over a year, maybe close to a year and a half. And wow. um, they opened up their house to us. And I'm very grateful for that. But that was my opportunity to, to start my business. Yeah. Um, that oh was our gosh. opportunity to fall in love with Gallatin. And I don't know where we would have landed if we wouldn't have had the plan to move in with them for a little while. You know, That's so amazing. It's not going anywhere now. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's, we all end up where we're supposed to be eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a, that was a weird journey. We looked at a lot of different places and doors opened and doors closed. Yeah. um, In Florida and elsewhere. And um, eventually when we started looking at the Nashville area, everything just fell in place. Well, and then how did you meet the B3 guys? Um, I guess that would be chamber events. Actually, I think um, a mutual acquaintance introduced William and I, and I met cool. Dennis at um, a marketing event through the chamber. That's great. Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay. Just, you never know where you're going to run across good people. And then you're all in related fields, not the same. Yep. One is a mortgage broker. Mm-hmm. One is a, what is, is William Finance? Insurance. Insurance. Insurance financial okay. services. Yeah. Yep, you're right. And then you're a realtor, and so you all get to work in overlapping industries. Mm-hmm. It's almost like um, the start of a bad joke. It like actually it is. Realtor, a lender, a and insurance a, guy insurance all walk, walk into, into a bar. A bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. That's really neat. Yeah. And then you just started B3 and now it's going on for a while. Yeah. And um, tell me about next Thursday. Yeah. We'll look to. May 18th, right? Yep. Is that correct? Thursday, May 18th. Yep. Um, four to eight at the rudder. It's a little bit longer this time. We're going to have, um, it's family friendly. So, I mean, Love you know, it. We're, we're big on the relationship building. We think adding the family element for this event yeah, is, uh, is an awesome great. opportunity to further yeah. those relationships with each other. Um, it's going to be live music, six to eight. Great. Um, Kylie Stone, who has um, been active with B3 in the past. Um, going to be a taco bar. We're going to have mm-hmm. free beer, um, a kid's corner, like activities yeah. for the kiddos. Yeah. So we're not just saying like, hey, bring them if you want. Like we're encouraging You're gonna it. are going to have some actual stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just an awesome opportunity to come together. And the price of admission is, um, we say at least one new or used children's book. Yes. yes. Um, if you showed up with 10 or 15 or 20. That would be great. That'd be phenomenal too. Yes. But we're not trying to get yeah. greedy. You know, um, at least one new or used children's book. New or gently used, I would guess. Gently used, yeah. yes. Thank yeah. you for clarifying that. And those are going to the Sumner County Library, as we said earlier. That's great. Um, in support of their, you know, each location and their yeah. mobile library and trying to help out the kiddos. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And um, I'm going to, one of my clients, Josh the Planner, is one of the sponsors. I think there were, yeah. I saw there were like five or six sponsors. Like, yeah, it's y'all like, are racking it up. And it's because it's an organic community building thing. Yeah, we And will. I love that. Like, appreciate that. Yeah. It's just, it makes me so happy. Um, I'm excited for it. 
Um, We're so glad that you've, like, I know you, yeah. I'm, I'm so just, glad that you've found value in it and enjoyed being there. I think it's there. great. You've been an awesome advocate for it. So I, we appreciate like, that. And, and I try and bring someone every time. Yep. It's great. I'm going to see who else I can drag along. Hey, we appreciate next that. Week. That's, uh, um, we've got a couple taglines. One is uh, good times and good people. And yeah. the other one that we don't see as much is, you know, bring a friend and come make a few more. Okay, so um, let's see here. So I assign a flower to everyone that comes on this show. Oh, shit. I know I wrote you down. Oh, there you are. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, you are. Interesting. <laughs> okay, Eric. Your flower is Echinacea. Echinacea. Okay, at least it's one I've heard of. But really? I, that's all I know. It's a purple cone flower. Okay. Is the non-scientific name. Um, it's, I believe it's the Tennessee State Wildflower. Oh, awesome. Okay. I think this is why I assigned it to you because um, Echinacea, I leave mine up all winter because they, um, like they die, right? Because plants, flowers die. Mm, that's what they do. Yep. Um, but the, the little, like, what are these called? Like the, the cone head part of the cone flower state. It's very, um, architectural, which is not actually the important part. The important part is that I leave them up because they are a place that a lot of um, like insects and caterpillars and stuff will use mm -hmm. to hibernate over the winter. Okay. And so they kind of help develop, this sounds weird, but the garden in the summer. They develop yep. the community oh, by yeah. being like a place for it to have safe refuge over winter. So like... That, I'm pretty sure. Sometimes I, like, write stuff down and I'm like, why did I do that? But <laughs> I'm 99% sure that that is why. Because you are a community builder and you have developed, like, with B3, a mm -hmm. safe place for people to come and network yeah. without feeling pressured. Yeah. Um, and so that is why. That's so cool. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I, that's not a tribute to your storytelling. I mean, that's what I admire about it. Like you can, you can. It's so weird. Take something and you can mold. And like you can find, you can just find the value in it. You can yeah, find the value. I love. I mean, we have in everybody's story. We have cone flowers all over in our yard because they're yeah. they're just a very important part of the garden. So, mm -hmm. um, and I do like purple. That's good. I do like purple. That's so good. We, and yeah. they come in other colors too. Oh, I can hear that dog. He's like, it's almost He's time. Had enough. It's almost time. <laughs> um, okay, so I know nothing about soccer. Nothing about it. But yeah. if I were a move in soccer, what would I be? Oh, and why? Man. If you're a move in soccer? Is that even a thing? Yeah, I mean, there's moves in soccer. Okay. I mean, I know things like in basketball. <laughs> I know what a layup is. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not like going towards a move. I'm going like strategy is a bigger thing in soccer. Okay, and that's me, great. What's a strategy? And to me, whenever I think of strategy i think of the overarching like it's the overarching story like that you're subscribed to right like yeah it's i don't know that's where my mind's immediately going with you but i'm having a tough time like because <laughs> it's like you've got all you've got all the moving pieces you've yeah. got the 11 players on the field yep and maybe that's like um i'm gonna equate it to your and not just your business but like your life too i mean yep. how many people you've referenced like just in our conversation, right? That are good, not just acquaintances. So many. Just like good friends of yours. Yeah. I don't know if you're so much a move. Like you're the overarching, like the architect of the overarching strategy. So maybe that's you're a coach, cool. Okay. Right? So like okay. You're, like how do all these eleven elements of a story, all these yeah. eleven people, like whatever that is, how does that all that's so cool. work together in unison? Because you're just kind of that 
you're, you're you're the architect or the author of that story that it's that's really that it's cool gonna make it all make sense if you had to leave listeners with one final piece of advice word of wisdom something it just something just one final thing that you would want to share what would it be man i would have to you know it's in the spirit of you know what we've been talking about yeah. and what um my the, the whole reason you and i know each other yeah. is because of um my journey to Tennessee, to yeah. Gallatin. And I think that's like, if you have an idea what you really want to do, mm-hmm. um, and now we're coming full circle back to, you know, our very first like real in-depth conversation, do it. Like it, yeah. it's, I, I know that sounds so simple. Um, but you have to figure out what's, why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Is it fear? Yeah. Is that a lack of, um, a support system? Is it, what yeah. what is it like? What can you feed yourself? What can you consume? That's a really good point. Is it a lack of a support system? Yeah, I think totally for a lot be. of people, that is, and and support system. I'm thinking both people and like financial support. Yeah, like yeah, it's hard. Well, I was I was blessed by Whitney's job. Yeah. to and my in laws and living with the in laws, and that, I'm that gave me Nick. some runway. Like that's why I'm able to. That gave me some runway for sure, and, and I I don't I don't think we're alone in that. Um, yeah. but I think I've also become a big fan, big scale and small scale. Cause yes. the fear doesn't go away just cause you have some runway. Right. I'm a big fan of just, I don't even know where I learned this. It is not an original thought. I promise you, but asking yourself, what's the worst that could possibly happen? Yeah. But I think everybody can take that and adapt it to one, figure out what's, what's stopping them. And right. two, how do you, how do you overcome it? Is it questions yeah. you ask yourself? Is it resources? Is it people you surround yourself with? What is that? And then just every, like take some sort of a step yeah. towards it because I I promise when you, know, you get a little bit to the other side, like you start to see, yeah. like you get to live it. I was doing, it's worth it. I was doing some stuff while I was still yeah. full time at the library. I like it was my side thing. I mm-hmm. was, I built my website. I started planning for th- like, yeah. I started scheduling meetings with people months in advance, awesome. like, because yeah. I was like, I know that this is happening, so I'm, I'm doing it. Congratulations! Thank you. You, I, you knew I believed in you. From, I know, I knew you did. It's, it's been very like, I know I have people in my corner. Yeah. So that's been great, and it's also been nice because I've been able to help a few people. Yeah. Each thing that you add on there too, you find out more about like, yes. do you really like it or not. Yeah. Right. I mean, because that's that real experience actually helps. That's, oh, do yeah. I want to get up and do this every day? Because as much as we don't like clocking into a job every day, and we right. think about hey, this other thing to do, this business I want to start would be infinitely better. You and I both know it's much harder on the other side, but it's also much more worth yes. it when it's all on you. It's it's hard to wake up and be like, okay, I'm going to go hustle again. Yeah, nobody makes you do that. The last the last day that there was a B three event. Um, last month mm-hmm. I went to, I had coffee with someone at 10, mm-hmm. the Grace Place luncheon at 11. Yep. I met with Josh at one thirty. B3 was at four. And then I had another event at six. Did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Five events that day. And, um, that is what some days look like. Yeah. Like, do, do you get it? Do you get from some people though? Like, oh, you went, you went to events all day long. Like must be hard. You yeah. Guys. And I'm like, well, well like, I mean, I have like, to be on the yeah. whole time. I have to convince people that I'm worth an investment yeah. and I have to convince them that I'm worth a dollar amount an hour that they may think is expensive, man. When you find, when you find 
the right people who want to work with you. And they're just like, well, of course you're worth that because yep. you're going to get this stuff done and I don't have to. Yep. So if you know you have to get through 10 no's to yes. get to that yes, like it, it's so worth it. You yes. have to go to the six events and that one day to get your to actually, get your six no's for the day. That's one thing that's almost become the passion is just seeing as many people get to live that yeah. as uh, as possible. Yeah. So I'm thrilled that you're sitting in that seat that's today hosting this and um, absolute pleasure. To, yes, to be this doing this with you and lovely. thank you thank you for the opportunity to join you see it wasn't that bad yeah. like it was not we laughed it was not bad in the slightest okay are we ready enjoyable. one two three I like to sign with fever thank you for joining us for episode eight of story garden pod if you enjoyed today's episode, I hope you'll subscribe and follow along as we dig into a new set of stories each episode. Want to connect with Eric? You can find him on Instagram and Facebook as Eric Thornton Realtor. I promise he's worth a connection. Special thanks goes out to musician TJ Stewart for use of his song Red Sundress, which can be found on streaming platforms or by visiting tjstewartmusic.com. That's T-J-S-T-E-W-A-R-T music.com. Did you like what you heard? Sign up for his mailing list or give him a follow on the socials to be notified of new music each month. To support Story Garden Pod financially, become a Patreon supporter by visiting patreon.com backslash storygardenpod. We'll be sharing extra stories, our special cocktail recipes, and more, so don't miss it. Finally, did you enjoy today's episode? If so, leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Your reviews will help us reach a wider audience, share more stories, and build an even stronger community. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the garden. Just a dream